there is no success story without failure and to achieve big you have to fail bigger and learn each time from it hi my name is ibrahim i'm a food and product photographer at spencer's media and welcome to our very first podcast series let's talk art with others experience of failure you can learn and grow better and faster and that's exactly what we are here for when you listen to an artist you understand art better it may not be the same field but it helps you to have your own voice through your art form with this podcast series we are trying to learn and understand their failure stories their inspiration and much more let's try to see the world of art through their eyes food images are the kind of visual that helps the viewer taste the food without even buying it saying that let me introduce our very first guest is a commercial food photographer and is guilty to tempt his viewer with his images not just that he is a blogger vlogger and a super chef himself his chicken katsu sando sandwich is a instagram blockbuster He has been working in this industry from 2012 and growing ever since. He is a vlogger and shot several videos in seven cities, national and international, being Iran, Vietnam, Bangkok, Goa, Pune, Cochin, and Hyderabad. In it, under the name I was here on his channel, Medium and Rare, which is also his website name, and his. sessions with his fellowships he writes blog about all these travel diaries about restaurants and a lot of useful teachings he has been client's favorite and has dealt with biggest name in the food industry just to name few hakasan woodside in uber holly yaucha lafolly sanchos tiger swami maha nara mits shinshin the latin mess Taftoon, Yoga Satwa, Love Organically, Jamie's Pizzeria, Trident, Obroy, Cafe Infinity, and much more. He's also been featured in a lot of magazines, newspapers for his fantastic work. Please help me welcome the very calm, the very composed, multi-talented, self-taught photographer and an artist himself, Asad Dadan. Thank you, Ibrahim. Thank you for the cool intro. I couldn't have put it better together. Thanks oh, so much. and calling me super chef also. I don't know if I'm super chef or not, but I sell katsu sandos, which are pretty good. They are crazy. They are crazy. And trust me, all these words, uh, you really deserve it. And uh, I, it, it was not. Uh, it was. It, it it's really uh, like amazing for me to you know have you at the very first podcast, and you know being such a multi talented artist. It's it's a crazy thing for me. Thank you. Thank you for all the kind words. Okay, let's start with our uh, with our question. Yes, uh, yes, absolutely. So the very first question I have for you is: um, Let's imagine that I don't know anything about photography, and let's let's forget that there is um, photography, food photography, to be there. Okay, if I just ask you why photography only, like why this particular art? Hmm. So there are 
two reasons that I would like two answers I would typically have one uh, being that uh the time when i actually wanted to switch or actually switched i was in a difficult phase in my personal life uh really bad time nothing great happening for me at that point and i needed something to revolutionize my uh not career just my life you know that way and also i because i was selling these tiffins and on earlier i was already taking pictures with it and i thought i okay i was good at it maybe i should learn another life skill just me i can earn more uh income out of it you know uh and not just be dependent upon salary for my rest of my life you know right. so these two reasons kind of they came together at that point and uh, yeah i thought i thought of it more about as a business and saving mass than about thinking of it as a art you know i just really wanted to sustain at that point you know and sure. i didn't want to be in a job so i thought you know, i was good at it people were saying that they liked the images that i was posting on my facebook page at that point so it just made sense to just get a kick start in that department or that area or that field sure but moreover now you are like a, a artist with a lot of experience so i want to understand with any form of art okay um when you talk photography it's it's like such a, a common sort of photography i mean photography is such a common sort of art i, I mean a lot of people are trying and getting it it's like the biggest um, profession in the world now yeah. um and it's making a comeback comeback <laughs> yeah so um uh, i want to know like for anybody to think as a photographer okay how how important or difficult it is to have an art form like this to take a, you you mean to take a uh, head start into this career is it yeah yeah i mean what like why photography itself for you like why not some other because you have been an artist like you started as a um, 3d artist right. and then you shifted to a chef which is also an art form cooking and then okay. again similar to like why this particular art form is help so like i said okay i have was at a point in my life where i had to take some kind of decision about moving ahead but having this experience in previously in 3d or cgi in my life which was about Eight years previously, I was a visual effects artist, a lighting artist, particularly specializing in lighting and all in three D lighting for films, VFX, ads, uh, shows, Nickelodeon cartoon elements like these. You know, so I already had that kind of knowledge regarding lighting and how to frame shots and composition, etc., etc. So it just made sense that use those knowledge and implement it to something that people say that I'm good at, and I believe that I'm good at. photography so let's just merge and see where it goes from there you know it like a no brainer decision that i already have some knowledge let's put it to use for the future amazing amazing so um, this is the question i ask myself why photography is called art okay why not call it craft why not call it science or maths you know because it's it's a simple thing it's you know how what shutter what aperture what iso and and it takes images why it is art what's so art about it i think they still call it a craft if i'm correct a lot of people do call it craft i agree that to a certain extent in today's time you have gadgets to assist you in all kind of way that you don't even need to decide what aperture do you need to take or what intensity of the light i think i just came across one iphone app that lets you measure the distance between the camera and the subject using ar okay of course augmented reality 
and then gives you all the details regarding the shot that you should be taking at and even gives you detail of how much of the object will come into focus you know so technology has taken us to this level but i still feel that for example like i am doing a shot you know and somebody wants to really copy that shot okay even if i give that person the same details of what i am doing that person may not be able to execute the same thing you know so right. that's why it's still an art because it's only differing from one person to other person's eye you know like what my vision is will never be somebody else's vision you know because i think about it related to emotions i think about it related to culture would it be appropriate in that culture to show it like this you know sure. uh would the ambience be right you know all of these decisions are creative decisions these are not technical decisions all those everybody like a bible can be out saying you know this shot has to be taken like this sure. this shot has to be taken the field has to be warm or cold or it has to be from a height or it has to be from a eye level or a birds eye you know different kind of but ultimately it boils down to when you are shooting how do you envision it you know and also that one part is you shooting it and also the second part is also the client should be happy with what you're shooting you know so kind of your vision have to match in that right so i do feel there's a lot of art part of it or the craft part of it in because composition is something that you can't uh, be you know that is something that that is not technically taught to you that is something you learn on the go you know while you're framing the shot let's say you have to frame this glass my way of framing will be different to your way of framing you know and uh, what i feel the glass should be shot at at a very low aperture or you may feel that it has to be shot at a high aperture you know and one of these things at that point may be right you know so that is the decision of the craft also you know that is what i'm taking like let's say i'm taking a decision to shoot it at f4 at that point and i feel that i do not want to blur the background and i want to show the restaurant in the background then it makes for a creative call you know all of these can't be automated at all i don't think even in the future uh, there might be ai to assist all of this it will only help you get a good shot but it will not help you get uh, what is right for the client so correct me if i'm wrong if what you are saying is is the visual uh, it's the visual person like the the artist uh, visualization that makes the uh, image not just these uh, true 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 uh see when i also say that uh, your vision and my vision or somebody else's vision is going to be different what i also mean is i have a different experience of life than you have a different experience of life my background in life socio economic is very different to your would be different to somebody else you know who's coming from a very different background so they would think about it in a different way so somebody who's coming from a very a uh, privileged background who's just seen everything nice and gold and silver and all of his lives uh, nice cars and i think they would always aspire the image to be of that level of that emotion where it feels rich you know it feels exuberant in that manner you know i do not come from that background you know i come from a middle class family but at the same time i also aspire to make my images look th- like this you know yeah yeah so because sometimes i think about something i'm like okay it doesn't uh really need to be that rich you know and also i tell my clients that you know is your product going to be that rich do you want to show it as a rich product or do you want it to show as a approachable product you know so all of these are small uh, micro decisions that you take at that point to that's how i would 
justify calling it an art. I agree. I agree. Yeah. So yeah, uh, every every tea to every uh, food item which you you kind of shoot, you have to show that kind of. Uh, and I think food is equivalent to history. Yeah. Right. Uh, like when I'm always shooting about, I was here on YouTube and all. I always think that when two persons come, uh, two people come on a table and they want to talk about something, there's always food. Be as basic as water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, usually there is coffee or whatever. You know, that it's like a conversation starter. And whenever you're in a different place, uh, that food on the table has some kind of history of why it came to be, of how it came to be. Uh, as simple as, you know, uh, like in Bombay, we have Irani cafes. Right. Now, we are not Iranian by any... No. mile you know but there's some history to how the culture came in right and now it exists over here you know so yeah these kind of things happen and uh, you need to know these things if you observe these things you'll try to implement that into your work also right so um so let's say if you are shooting a new dish Okay, a completely new dish, which is not there in the market and you have no res, uh, reference to it. So how do you, how do you visualize that kind of dish? Uh, I usually don't have a habit of going on to Pinterest or, you know, all of these networks and looking for it. Obviously through the process, I'll just glance what everybody else is doing in if for a certain dish. But uh, this, I think this, the question that you're asking, I think it applies to me in a lot of places where I'm cooking at home uh, because I want to cook these really odd dishes that do not exist in the market and for my pleasure, you know. Uh, and when I'm doing these, I do not find any dishes that have been executed in a photographic manner. There are, they exist as a recipe, you know, uh, that somebody's put it out there saying that this is what it looks like, but not aesthetically pleasing or whatever, you know. So then I try to read about how it came to be like i said previously try to read upon what what is the origin of it where does it come from does it come from korea does it come from china does it come from lebanon now when you trace back to a specific country or a specific era you trace back to also certain kind of aesthetics or props you know like if you trace back to sasanian era of persian empire you will trace back to plates with a lot of floral decor and all of these details which is now what you also get with a lot of Middle Eastern uh, ceramics and also I'd probably choose that, you know. Uh, I would also choose that, uh, also try to read upon if this dish is a Maharaja level dish or is it like a peasant level dish or is it like a common man's dish, you know. Yeah, garibuk dish. Exactly. So <laughs> I, need to, I need to do just as I can't put a vada pav into a fancy plate and have nice lighting on it and have chocolate. I remember uh, you have, I'm sorry to cut you, but I remember there's this nice uh, shot of yours where there's a newspaper uh, as a background and you have put uh, 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 vada pav in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it makes and these kind of decisions. So you, uh, it's a simple process for anybody. Like if I'm trying to do that dish, I'll do little research. Ki where does it start? Uh, is there some kind of socioeconomic background to that dish? If yes, then it's just you have to decide what kind of light you want to put. Do you want to show it uh, somebody eating at home? Do you want to make it look like a studio setup, like a recipe setup, like a blogger setup? Or you can show it as a top shot, as simple as that. You know, yeah. uh, that's how I approach if it's usually not a very familiar dish. But if it's a familiar dish, I do try to once in a while look at Pinterest of what other think of it, you know, what others think of it. Like, where do they envision this product to be? Like, if yeah. they are thinking about fried rice, how do they show it? Do they show it on a 
pandan leaf i don't know how do you shoot i mean not just copying their, uh, their idea but then understand that you know whether they shoot it in a morning light or whether it's a, like a night food or i think that is still very creative call that you can take because see food as such uh, you can't say that i won't have caramel custard in the morning you know you can have it at mid uh, midnight also that works you know so lighting or the way that you want to show is not as big of a question as much as how to plate it up you know i need to plate it up in a appropriate uh, ceramic or a plate or a bowl something that justifies ki okay it's supposed to look like this you know sure, sure. so more or less that's that's what the answer is Right. Okay, how do you express your voice through something you really believe in through your art or something you strongly believe and you want to portray it through your art? Would that art be just photography or what? Or it can be anything. It can be anything. It can be just a dish, it can be um you want to sk- uh, I mean make something out of 3D or anything. As an artist I'm asking. Uh, 3D to be matlab it's awesome. It's just gone. <laughs> I do know I I recently installed and I work for something recently so I do remember my 3D work also but yeah if I had to express for me I think uh, in either videography or even YouTube or whatever I'm trying to do even photography I always like to keep the authenticity or the culture part of it on priority you know like अगर वो ठीक है उसके बाद में हम लोग कुछ भी चीटिंग कर सकते हैं I can change the lighting to be morning night or whatever i want to do you know that that is fine but for me always the authenticity of how it is supposed to be and where it comes from it's important for me so i always do emphasize a lot on that even for my personal work for clients i bend according to what they want i do not uh, push them too much uh, because ultimately they are paying and they have a say in that so i'm like fine this is my uh vision but if your vision is like this i'm happy to bend according to that you know but uh, how important it is for you like what i meant to ask is that you know when you are creating something for somebody or when you are creating for your own self also and you see that you know everybody is maybe let's say dalgona coffee like everybody want to shoot that dalgona coffee okay and everybody shooting it at it it one side and you know that it is going to get you hits yeah whether your instagram or blah 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 yeah, yeah. do you believe that you know um uh, i want to portray asad in it or do you want to do it just to get the trend uh, i think my answer would be part of both ek to hai ki baiti ganga mein haath dho lo karke jo chal raha hai trendy usme just do the same thing you know because no matter how much i want to put my creativity out there but i'm like no this is how it's become viral you know if dalgona's coffee has become popular showing it in a particular way there's only one way of showing it is with the cream is on top you know the second part is you can show the entire process sure. that's the only way i even if i really think too much uh some part of me i would just you know keep, huh, if the trend is like this then let's just shoot like this sure. <laughs> what is factor according to you that decides your price so what i meant to ask is you know fellow photographers there are there are a lot of photographers who's charging say x amount of price say 100 rupees okay you know somebody's charging 99 you know somebody's charging 110 okay and how do you how do you decide your price do you decide your price like okay my price should be 100 and 100 102 or do you decide on this is who i am like this is asadis so that is how it's supposed to be I have a follow question but first is this 
see i like to think about price as not what i should be charging from my work but i look at it as how much is the client able to pay mm-hmm. you know how deep is that pocket because ultimately if i misjudge that it's my loss sure okay but also at the same time i can't have a hugely differing price that if somebody calls uh, a friend of the client calls me again and they are like oh you know previously you said this much now is this much so you can't be differing that much although i see you can justify it by two three ways first of all if a client is coming to me asking me for a gig i always want to ask them what is the end goal of this image you know where does it go if it goes on a holding then the price is x into 10 if the price if it's social media then it's x you know uh, a lot of people sometimes think that why is it x into 10 you know why are you charging x by 10 because clients generally have that question i'm like it's a fair enough question you know because when i am shooting for you at x price and then you going to make a lot of lot of lot of profit out of that one single image that i clicked i also deserve a piece of the cake sure sure because creatively it was my production although it was your product but creativity was there you know that's how duniya ka dastur chala aa raha hai in terms of uh, social uh, sorry in terms of advertising and agency and everything so i know few rates that okay people this is what people charge for advertising people this is what charge for pack shot this is what you charge for social media you know so firstly i determine that i ask them where is it going if they tell me it's going to be printed it's obviously more expensive than my regular rate because when it's going to be printed they don't understand right now they right now they're just coming to you asking for you to do photography but once once it's done and they want to print and then they'll be like oh you know i see this small little thing can it be fixed can we remove this and can we make the label little crisp the printing on my thing does not catching the reflection and then ultimately you have to do it or you'll give it to a, a retouching artist you know and all of those costs were never included in the start, in the start yeah. right so when you ask for a bigger amount you're asking to be considering all of these parameters jo baad mein change ho sakte hain you know uh, it could be also changing on the shoot day when you reach over there and you realize that oh they were expecting a much bigger light setup they were expecting a different kind of shot you know maybe they were expecting a shot on a 100 mm to be shot from 12 feet and i just bought a tripod with me you know sure. and then i have to tell them oh we have to wait two hours because now i have to get a c stand from the studio and that is going to cost you extra money you know so that's why i ask for that large amount because i can spend it nicely on good uh equipments and also know how much they're going to get in return of the product also uh you need to consider that when you're asking for a price for a image for a shoot also uh some of the clients may not come back to you for a year because that one image may solve them for a year's for run years, yeah. you know so they also know the value of that image and you also have to know the value of the image you know sure. so that's why i always ask is it social media is it something that you're just running for a month then it's x the regular rate if it's something that you're doing for a pack shot for a catalog now catalog is going to run for a year that means ek saal tak inko meri zarurat nahi padne wali hai and they're going to make a lot of money printing that catalog okay. what i am charging is probably 1% of it or what they're going to earn in crores and crores out of sure, it. You know, sure. and sometimes even the catalog, even 1% yeah and even the catalog runs into mostly these guys are so smart that sometimes they don't even re- uh, renew the catalog you know they just change one or two things out of it they make a cut off to it 
cut out of your existing image and they put into catalog season spring or autumn or whatever it is you know so it's fair enough that you charge that much because uh, ultimately if the image is looking good it's worth bang the buck you know that matter sure and my my second question follow question to that is a this is your price for commercial thing but what is what what how do you how do you price your own work like i meant to i meant to ask is like you know there are paintings they have have you seen those that painting with a banana stick to the uh, with a duct tape on the wall okay uh, so there is this uh, uh, very famous artist okay he uh, duct tape a banana to a wall okay and sold sold it in millions of dollars okay that painting uh, and it's called uh, alive because uh, that banana is dying okay on that wall so it's being sold like really really expensively um and and i'm sure i mean if i want to do that uh, duct taping a banana nobody will buy it for 10 bucks also so how do you how do you charge or how do you price your own thing i mean see my images worth a lakh of rupees how much the client is supposed to pay is a different thing but my images lakhs or millions of dollars my question is how do you really really price it how do you how do you say that this is how i want to sell for roti kapda or makan again i always think of it as uh, if i were to sell my work if somebody is coming to me asking ki hey that thing that you shot i really like and i want to own it you know then i want to see that person who is really talking to me at least want to hear them and know the background of what they come from or just do a quick google search ki kon aa raha hai mere paas you know like i may not know them he might be a really uh, what do you say a, a really uh, what was the right word for it uh, a person with deep pockets you know? <laughs> so i have to so i have to know filthy rich yeah filthy rich you know <laughs> filthy rich we need just they have the taste and they have the money to spend on to spend on it, it. because so, they are buying in art exactly so at art. that point i'll be like okay i have done great work first of all ye puri duniya chhod ke mere paas aaya hua hai is cheez ke liye that means he must be really loving it you know and i would compare it to what i would charge generally to other people and i would just put say if he's really filthy rich put a 10 times tag on it yeah yeah let him buy not it, you know because in india uh, we don't have a culture of doing contracts you know we don't yeah uh, abroad you have that if you have shot it and if it's going to a agency and then on it's making money everybody gets percentage of yeah, yeah everybody you know, get a piece of cake yeah here we don't have it so at that point i'll say pay me x into 10 times the amount own this i will just erase my name out of it yeah. because it's fine you compensated me monetarily that i don't need to bother that even if you make 10 into 100 it's fine i made 10 into x into 10 out of it you know so yeah look at the client study the client if he's capable he or she is capable of spending that amount then you know that if you start with some amount they'll start to negotiate or they sometimes they don't negotiate and they'll be like ye lo ek brief is ke paisa rakh lo karke aap i wish that happens uh that generally does not happen but yeah if we if we get to if if somebody know and somebody wants to buy asad images asad is ready to sell uh, yeah, just brief cases yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just brief cases it's like the bond scene where you open like and then yeah there has to be yeah the the brief case has to be full with you notes please um so that that tells you about the pricing of um of the thing i also um 
I also want to ask when you, so I do contracts now, like in 2020, I have had like few bad experience and I do uh, contracts now. I mean, I don't contract them with uh, saying like, you know, uh, how much you're going to use or anything like that. But uh, just because the thought came into process, do you personally do contracts or do you, do you prefer doing contracts? Because contracts is like one thing I Not love it once till now that I've done that. Because nobody understands them here, you know. Uh, like, for me, 99% of the time, I am dealing with either the marketing person or either the agency. Then, so if it's agency, then agency, then marketing person, then the owner of the brand or whatever, you know. So it has to go through three levels and none of these three levels understand this conversation that I'm trying to have in terms of ki ye contract hai, ye contract ke rule hai. Like, no, we've never done that. You know, nobody does that. And then you're also in a spot where you may risk losing that gig mm. because it's a lucrative gig and you don't want to be stupid key, you know, okay, fuck it. Let's not do this contract thing. Let's just make good money and, and get out of it. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Not, I've never done contracts. Uh, most of the times, I don't know what your bad experience is. So uh, it's, it's because of that, like, you know, I mean, um, I don't want regarding to, usage of the image. Or yes, yes, yes. So, uh, uh, you know, I have shot few things and I've shot a few things, mm-hmm. big things. Okay. And went to, uh, holdings, you know, without even knowing, uh, uh, now I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Without even, uh, knowing mm-hmm. on, on the, so when they came to you, basically told you photo chahiye. Photo chahiye. Haan, ye okay. ke holding pe Haan. So, so the, that, after that experience, I mean, see, photo chahiye to kuch bhi ho sakta hai na? Like, haan, chalo na, koi badi baat nahi hai. Karo That's why kya? Exactly That's the, the name. Previously, the previous question I exactly said, the first question I ask is, where does this image end up? You know? And sometimes the client is very shrewd that you can understand. You ask the question and there is a five second pause. Because they're calculating what they want to say. Right. Because they want to say, no, we might just take it to social media and Facebook ads and Instagram and everything. But in the future, we may think of uh, printing it. So the second question is, where does it get printed? On a catalog? Does it go into a shelf? Uh, is somebody going to look at that image and buy that thing? Or is it going to a hoarding? Because then millions of people are seeing at it. But my trouble with that is, as you just now said, that, you know, sometimes it's just a lucrative deal. They huh. are... They, they are ready. Let's say they call you, they say, you know, you, the first question you ask, what's your budget? You know, what are you looking at? Like just to get a, get the gauge of how they are looking at it. And they are already saying X into two. Okay. Or X into three. And you are like, okay, X into three to matlab apna minimum apna nikal jayega. Okay. And now you don't want to miss out on just X into three and asking like, you know, random question. And so, so that happens. And, and, um, so now my point is that, you know, how important or how important it is for a new guy, like, or any guy who's who's shooting or just not shooting, but maybe recording for a, uh, for another uh, music director or if, like, you know, creating a 3D piece of art for anybody. I think the most important lesson that I've learned in the past six, eight years in doing all of these work is to say no. I've said no to a lot of good gigs and I do not regret them, honestly, uh, purely because a they, although they may sound lucrative in the larger sum key, you know, I'm earning five lakhs, 10 lakhs out of eight, but then that 10 lakhs is coming at the cost of one month of work, sure, which sure. I cannot, you know, proportionate at it at sure, all, you know, sure, sure. although 10 lakhs in today's date sounds really good. 
you know keep 10 lakhs oh nice you know i'll be sorted for next half year or a year also that way you know but then uh, what you need to put into perspective is that if you're earning that 10 lakhs by going to work every day for 12 hours mm-hmm. which you would otherwise earn 25 lakhs sure. why am i just earning 10 lakhs yeah you know but then also we think about Kish. I'm, I should not lose that 10 lakhs. Yeah, yeah. So I have said no to a lot of good gigs that way because I realized that the client was smart. They wanted to test the water and see, you know, how much we can do it. You know, we can offer 10 lakhs. But to my, my basic math, it does not justify at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I've let go of two really great gigs, like two really good brands, simply because they were like, oh, we are this. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, and yeah. you will have this on, with us. Yeah, yeah. You will have this on your portfolio. I'm like, sir, that is fine. No, uh, you are a great brand, but I also have a set of brands that I work with, and I know how much people are ready to pay for this amount. I think you should just go ahead with someone else, and then they make a comeback. Oh no, no. I mean, like, uh, like this and like that. I'm like, no, sir. This is not happening at this price at all. If we want to have a conversation, let's have a conversation where it's justified to both of us. You know, because what. You are asking me to shoot will make you a lot of money. Say for two years, don't need to come back for a shoot at all for me or anybody else at that point, you know. So most important thing was saying no because I realized these people always came back to me after two years because they went to other photographers, had bad experiences. It's not even the photographer's fault. If they are paying you half of what are you supposed to earn, you won't be interested in that that much. Yeah. Right? You'll be like, hmm, ye to itna hi de you know, ye le le karke. Ye tere okade karke, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah, yeah. yeah and then they come back after three years saying oh remember we've done inquired with you and this time we have budget to do that yeah, shoot huh. so it's that long wait of two years and they're like huh, aage ke nahi thi. Yeah, you know right. now you are going to agree to what i say because now in two years i have grown so much you also need me to work on it. So we have to come to a middle ground at that point. No? Agree. I, in fact, I had, uh, in fact, in our studios, when we were uh, planning for a uh, specific brand, the same thing, like, you know, lucrative money, like lucrative in the sense, like a one year of a deal. Okay. And to be done in one month only. Okay. And the same, like, you know, process that, uh, and same uh, so you have to put uh, money on the table sometime you have to work in that also that when see when they are offering you that kind of money also let's say they are offering you 10 lakhs for one uh, month of work you know a lot of people get happy there was 20 actually for me Huh. So now 28, okay? now that amount is 20. Now in that hushi, we sometimes forget that it's the advance. Bhi lena <laughs> you know, because, uh, because what if you do the thing for 30 days and they're like, yes, haan, sir, generate invoice. Kar do. Invoice generate, hoga, it goes to the marketing person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She or he will forward it after seven working days because they already have a lot of backlog. Okay. Yeah. So it's already gone. Now your shoot is done. Already account department department then he has a long clearing to do. Okay. And then when you call after 15 days, sir, my payment has not been clear. Oh, we have a policy of 90 working days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're like 90. 45, 45, 45 is the regular. I'm just exaggerating. <laughs> no, but it is. It is. 45 yeah. is like 45 is the day of policy of 45 days. 45 days. And that 45 days easily go to 90 days. Huh. So 
इन दैट केस देन यू आर इन सी आई एम अ स्ट्रॉन्ग बिलीवर ऑफ कि आज एक रुपये का प्राइस एक रुपया है वो एक रुपया कल एक रुपया नहीं रहेगा यू नो वो एक रुपये इन्फ्लेशन से एक रुपये और दस पैसा बन चुका है यू नो सो इफ योर गिग वॉज वर्थ टेन लैक्स और ट्वेंटी लैक्स यू आर सपोज टू गेट दैट ट्वेंटी लैक्स इन द मंथ ऑफ नवंबर रुपी का रेट वॉज वन वन रुपी नाउ सडनली इन यू आर गोइंग टू गेट इट इन मार्च वेर इफ यू इमेजिन यू पुट दैट मनी इन टू अ सिंपल बैंक अकाउंट ऑफ फाइव परसेंट इंटरेस्ट ऑल्सो यू कुड हैव ऑन टेन थाउजेंड आउट ऑफ इट बट नाउ बिकॉज यूर गेटिंग आफ्टर फोर मंथस you're like okay let's i made a bad deal in that you know they had they were in a win win situation that you did not ask about advance you did not ask about any of these things and now they're like oh 20 lakhs mein se isko tds cut ke de denge karke kitna hai 15 lakh 18 lakh iske hath mein milega and we are in a win win situation you know because they've already earned that money through somewhere else it keeping it in the bank for one month you know it it works that way yeah yeah so i think every photographer needs to do a accounting, accounting course or a business course to understand all of this <laughs> chalo because we tough. think from uh, i think we think from heart most of the time we need to start thinking from the mind also yeah 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 agree agree with you and and i as you exactly said that you know these lucrative deals are the, the most dangerous one because they, it just the money because we all are running behind it and suddenly when we get ample of it we tend to get it yeah. forget it before we end this episode thank you so much for listening to this one We are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and everywhere else too. There is an interesting explanation of Asad's photograph, which you can watch it on Spintra's Media's YouTube channel. Thank you so much for listening to this one. Continue listening to Let's Talk Art, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, and see you in the next one.